0: Welcome to the No Bibs, Burps, Bottles podcast, where we highlight and share the stories of African-American women who are 30 plus, child-free, wonderfully made, and living their best life. Remember, womanhood is not synonymous with motherhood. This is Dr. Angela L. Harris, your host. Come join me as we get comfortable and cozy with no bibs, no burps, no bottles. Stay tuned. Welcome to the podcast, No Bibs, Burps, Bottles, the stories of African-American women without children. I am your host, Dr. Angela L. Harris, also known as Doc Sarah, and I'm so excited to have a special guest. My guest is not in the studio with me because we are practicing social distancing and, well, physical distancing, um, but she also lives a little further away, so I have my special guest, um, by way of phone. So let me tell you a little bit about my guest and why I'm so excited to have her. So my guest is a sexfluencer whose goal is to help women create more intimate, exciting, fulfilling sex life. She created her personal brand and blog, Sex with Ashley, as a tool to help women feel comfortable discussing their sexual desires, as well as release all the negative BS that holds them back from experiencing the best sex imaginable. Likewise, her CBD sexual wellness company, Bed Tanicals, is on a mission to provide luscious, organic CBD lubrication and increased pleasure to people with vulvas and vaginas so I am so excited to introduce to you guys miss Ashley Cobbs hey Ashley Hello. <laughs> I'm so excited actually reading your um reading your intro or your bio it just it just sounds sexy like how can you not be sex with Ashley and not have a sexy bio that like talks about intimacy and vulvas and vaginas like that's what's up i like your i I like your bio i know thank you thank you well thanks for being on no bibs burps bottles the stories of african-american women without children and i've been kind of condensing that to be three bibs burps bottles three so sometimes that could be a mouthful so thank you so i want to actually just ask you if you can share a little bit more just about yourself where you were born, raised, your career, um, interests, passions, anything else in addition to the bio read that you would like to share with our audience.
1: So I was born and raised in North Carolina. I am from the South. I went to college, whatever, started my career originally as a classroom teacher. I Decided I didn't want to do that anymore. And so now I'm a blogger and I blog about sex through video and written content and that is my life. And besides the, um, the CWD business I've just lost, it's currently on pause uh, because of uh, the coronavirus.
0: Mm-hmm. So you know, After this is over, we'll get that back up and going. But yeah, that's basically that's my life in a nutshell. Yeah, so you know what, before we even get to the your your narrative and all the things you'll share about living your best child-free life, I'm very interested on the transition from um working in the school system to talking about sex. And I came to actually know Ashley, I'm pretty sure it must have been um, an event that I attended or... Um, I think it was an event that I attended um, when I first moved to Charlotte and you were a panel, we were both panel list on like a natural yeah. hair something. Yeah. yeah. And from there I started following you and I really, really, really enjoy your content because I do think that you're speaking to and about a population um, of sexual chocolate Brown women where we are often forgotten. So I'm interested in hearing about the, okay. the journey from, education to sex therapist, sex guru, really empowering women?
1: So I've I always had an interest in sex and black women because one of my degrees is in health promotions and health promotions. It's health promotion and prevention. And that is under the public health umbrella. That's basically what it is. It's just a new name. Um, so when I got that degree, I wanted to be a health, Educator that works in a health department. That's what I want to do And I wanted to pretty much work with STDs with STIs. I want to be um, working with uh, women of color or people of color rather and like, you know, help preventing the spread of entities Mm -hmm. Um, But when I I got out of college It it was was very hard to find a job. A lot of the times they wanted to have like this experience or they wanted other things, and it was and those jobs were not that principal at the time because people who get those jobs keep those jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I had a really hard time finding work in that area, so I, I went to teaching. Um, and so, I started, uh, I had a blog at the time which was called um, Don't Let Chick. This was in two, 2016, yes, yeah, okay. 2016. Um, 20, yeah, 2016, 2015-ish. It's called Dopeletchick, and that was a so blog I was writing about just randomness that pertained to me, whatever. And I kind of it kind of went to a sexual thing because I've always loved sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I changed the name to Sexual Correctly. Okay. Um, and and then I had a sexual Correctly Facebook page and a Facebook group. Anyway, long story short. Um, so it became a conflict of interest to be this person who is so open mm-hmm. in regards to sex and to be a classroom teacher. So I let the classroom go. I, I walked away mm-hmm. um, from it and I, and I haven't really looked um, I, you know, I, I kind of missed, I did miss the, you know, consistency in checks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I you know it, Teachers don't make a lot of money, but at least I knew at the end of the month I had a check rolling in every month like clockwork. Um, so I missed that part, but I have not—I have not at all actually missed being a teacher because I, I—I love what I do and I feel like this is what
0: I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, walking in your purpose, and I love what you're doing too. Um, I, I know I tell you all of that, and I'm not a stalker, I promise. But I really do believe that oh, you're God. doing you're doing some great work, and and I know a lot of women um, follow you, and I know a lot of women are. Um, just they're open about their sexuality, um, because of the content and the information that you're sharing. So thank you on behalf of all sisters, Brown, Chocolate, and Caramel and everybody in between. So you're welcome. welcome. Thank you. So let's go a little bit about what, what does it mean to be child-free for Ashley? So how would you describe your life currently as a 30 something plus child-free African-American black woman? Describe your life today. Um,
1: so my life is pretty much, uh, uh, it's, it's pretty much easy going. Like I tell people, um, when, you know, when I eat, my whole family eat. So I can go to McDonald's and, you know, I feed everybody. because you know, uh, I don't have really have to worry about, you know, feeding other people. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if I have freedom, I will say, because um, I'm 35, so not having children now, has given me the freedom to be able to pursue my dreams and to take risks because if I had a child, there's no way that I would have quit my job. I would probably still be teaching uh, because I had a child I needed to feed and Mm. take care of. Mm -hmm. There's no way that I would probably, I probably wouldn't even be doing a sexual athlete at all because of the ramifications sometimes that come with, oh, your mom's on Facebook talking about, you know, uh, penis and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I probably, I probably wouldn't be able to do that. And then, like, I can't. um You know, when you have a, a child, you have you have a lot more to consider. Um, so yeah, so not having children at this stage in my life is a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be able to move like I move and do what I do if I if I had kids.
0: Mm. So it seems like either if you had children, um, you know life would be very differently, almost your purpose and your dreams deferred, because I would imagine not being able to see how it would all work out. How would you talk about the content that you talk about? How would you be able to do some of the workshops and classes that you do while also having one, two, three, four more kids? Yeah. Right. Okay. So what, what were some of your earliest recollections of either wanting children or not wanting children?
1: Um, I think, I think uh, uh, black women, maybe, maybe it's a women thing in general. I think, you know, we are raised to, okay, you know, you're going to get married, you're going to have kids. That's kind of how the the fairy tale is written. Um, so I'll say for me, I've always envisioned children in my life. Um, it wasn't until I got older, so I, I was like younger. I was like, oh, like I want like four kids, and you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know it's, it's when I had a clue. I was like, oh, you know, I want kids. I had all these baby names picked out. You know, this before you know you, you realize how much kids kid are mm-hmm. Um, And then as I got older, and as I got you know more into my career, it was like, okay, you know, I I still. I still would like a child and a literally just a one. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. <laughs>
0: We went from four, four one. to one.
1: <laughs> just one, just just one. Like I just want one. Um, because it's like I I told one of my friends this I was like, even right now, me to want to have a kid, I'm going to have to put some part of my life on hold because I have to be, you know, I'll be pregnant and you have to you know, have a baby, you know, newborn, and then you have to, you know, raise a baby, And know what I I can't just be up and going places with a whole baby at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, you know, I can't do, I can't maneuver. And I don't, I don't know if I am ready for that um, to put, to like, kind of like stop my career to have a kid. That's a lot of things that women have to we have to make when we have kids. We have mm-hmm. to, you know, men can have kids and, and everything keep rolling like usual. Women, we really have to, um, when we're like professional or when we have these goals and dreams and businesses, when we have children, we have to pause that for a second mm-hmm. in order to raise these kids. Um, so I don't know if right now, if I even, you know, want to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of is a a, a, a good a place for a follow-up question so i'm hearing you say like you know i went from four to maybe now possibly wanting one but if i decide to move forward with having one my life will change and you actually said like i would have to put my life on pause so some people categorize child free women as being selfish like we're just so focused on our for career and school and getting the next doctor degree or chasing this and so how do you um like navigate those spaces when we hear pe- people say we are being selfish because you're saying, in order to have a kid, I got I actually got to up and change my whole life.
1: to do. It, it, even with people who are married, like I, I have friends who are married and had kids, and they, you know, they were telling me how, you know, their spouses were not as hands-on, and the kids, it, all the, the, the mothering or all the parenting, you know, for the most part, I will say, eight percent of that fell on them. Mm-hmm. And they have a woman at the house. So, like, you even, as a wife, I just have to, like, put, some, Your you have to, as a woman, put things on pause. Um, so, what I would say to anybody who's who said that way, I'm like, you know, you'll do best for you. Right? Mm-hmm. I would rather someone say, I don't want children and don't have them than to just have a kid to appease people. Mm-hmm. But then you have a kid here that you don't really want and you're not going to like, you know, after like, you don't, we're not you are not going to love it like it needs to be loved because mm-hmm. you, in the back of your mind, you're like resenting it, and you don't, and you're not like, dang, hey, I don't really want, you know, I can't go to whatever. I have this kid here, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and you can feel that energy. So I would listen to someone to be honest and just, you know, do what do what they need to do as a person. Because I mean, we're not just made to procreate. That is not our whole purpose um if you don't want to
0: there's nothing wrong with that just don't mm-hmm. and that's what my, my my saying that i kind of put out there in the universe is womanhood is not synonymous with motherhood and so not every woman no. is supposed to bring life into the world like you said procreate so so if you you had these recollections of like hey i would have four kids what else kind of went into that fantasy you had the four kids you had the names now in that was there a partner did you say I can do this by myself would you do it by yourself now yeah honey I was married and all
1: that um if I I could like if I could go back probably to college um I never would have thought that at 35 like it's up in my in my mind when I was you know 20 nineteen at thirty five, I'm gonna be married, I'm gonna have these three these three and a half kids and i <laughs> Like I don't know I don't know where I got that from because my mama raised me with single parents. So I don't know where I got this life from in my head. But in my life I've been married and all this jazz. Um so it was very different from how it is in reality. because uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I have none of those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nothing. Um, I have no I have no issue having a child by myself um it's the funny thing is i've been on birth control for last on and off since i was 19. so the reason why i don't have any children because i don't i didn't want any children mm-hmm. like i've been consistently on birth control various types since i was 19 because i just didn't want no kids mm-hmm. you know but i didn't want i didn't want any kids by myself and i didn't want kids with people who i was to mess around with like mm-hmm. that's just way right okay okay mm -hmm. Um, now I I would prefer to have a child with maybe, they said in two years now, maybe. Um, <laughs> because, like, right now, I feel like I'm still building, and I just, a baby was just, like, it, it, just, it just, I would have, to, I can't see, I can't see my, I can't see how things will continue to be like I need them to be, mm-hmm. and I have a kid. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's part of, like, my my, my big um, issue. But I also realize that if I want to have a kid, the window of opportunity is, you know, is closing. Um, so, you know, I don't I have as many years as I had
0: behind
1: me, in front of me. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to do it, I need to kind of, you know, go ahead and do it.
0: And that's something that a lot of times, you know, and in, in, in my target audience is 30 and plus, and I have a lot of women that I, talk to and consult with who are 40 and plus. And so you're kind of right, right in the middle, you know, like not 30 and, and I have a few more years to go, but I'm, I'm, I'm teetering. And so what okay. would be that age where you're like, okay, it's Pat it's come coming and gone. And, and now the time has passed. Like, is that 38? Is that 45? Or you're just kind of letting it happen organically. I
1: said 40. Um, I said 40. So, if I, if I am not like the only way I will go past 40, like 41, 42, if I was married and you know, and, and we were like just got married and would have baby cool. But if like 40 is like my cutoff
0: in my head, if I, I ain't pretty about 40, it's probably you. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna find the cool auntie. You know, <laughs> we a lot of cool aunties. Big up to all the cool aunties. So 40, and, and now, again, there's a lot of women um over 40 you know celebrities um you know i know friends and colleagues who have had babies at 43 45 and so um i think there you know people talk about risk factors and things like that so if you were to be a little bit flexible um there are women happening but i understand like for you you're like between 35 and 40 that's that's your time frame
1: yeah, right now, cause I, I feel like, and, and, and again, this could change. so you know, my mm-hmm. my um views could change, but I feel like at thirty five, I'm already gonna be, you know, in a Jerry jerry presidency as it is, and I'm already going to be like the old mama. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. father, I, my, I, I'm gonna be the old mama. You know, by, by my age, my mama, me, my my brother were like by. by uh, we were in middle school. So my mom was my age. Like she had kids who was walking, talking, doing homework, <laughs> almost, almost dying.
0: <died>. Um, <laughs> I tell you, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy.
1: And, no, i say okay, my
0: brother has kids,
1: so like his kids are like they, they'll be in middle school next year. So you know, um, so my kids are going. I'm going to be the old mom. i to be sixty with like a ten year old.
0: I'm telling you, there's plenty of them out there, though. There's, pl- I mean, I think it, it takes definitely, um, you know, some, some, some strength and some willpower and, and stability in order to, to decide to have children after 40. But many women are doing it. So, so, Ashley, tell me a little bit about your experiences in your friend groups or your family or colleagues who have children um, and you being kind of the only child free maybe person in, in those spaces. Negative, positive, and different experiences
1: um the funny thing is uh, let's see all of my friends okay, so all of my friends but one is married. all of my friends but one don't have any kids, and the of them and she and the one who doesn't have kids is married, so all of them have kids so i'm I'm either the only single friend or the only kid without or the only one without kids Um, so. It has not really. It not really been that big of a difference, or, or it hasn't really affected. Um, well, so what I guess for the major part is like most of my friends don't live in my vicinity. Okay. Um, so like they live, they live like you know hour away or two hours or like states away. So like we plan these trips and when they come with their kids and then <laughs> we all get up. Or you know I have some kids, some friends who have kids, and, and you know one friend in particular. Her kids always cry on the phone. Like, okay, girl, I'll call you that. um <laughs> Whenever they, <laughs> whenever they go to bed. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, but for the most part, our friendship has has still. Has, the kids haven't really affected the friendship, I think, because we find a way to chill to hang out with each other, mm-hmm, which is um, important. With the, kid, with the yeah, when the kids are not there, and I'm not a person see you every every weekend. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I see you know. Times a year, especially if you live like a different state, I'm, or once a year, you know I'm cool with that. Okay. Once we, once we talk, we talk on the phone
0: more. So okay. So I think if I can remember, and I'm not correct me if I'm wrong. You're a PK, right? Or is your mom a pastor, or you just grew up in the church? No, I grew up in the church. She's okay. Not a pastor. Okay. So um, tell me a little bit about you know we talked about 35 and you're you know you you thinking that you were going to have kids and now maybe trying to have kids between now and 40 so tell me about how your your family or your mom specifically um has reacted to you being child free at this age was mom pressuring you to i want grandbabies i want grandbabies does she respect that the space that you're in right now um well, well my, my mother has grandkids
1: so my brother has three kids so i told i told her like a while ago like so mom you know, would you be okay if I don't have any kids for I me? Mean, because technically, you have grandkids. I tell my brother <laughs> all the time that I thank the Lord for him because the pressure is off me. You know, every couple of years, he brings he bring a new baby around. The pressure is off me. He has these kids. So you know what
0: I mean, your, yes. your brother <laughs> is making it happen.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, he had his kids and mine. Praise the
1: Lord. Um, So, uh, I told her that and she was like, What? You don't want any kids? I'm like, Mom, you got grandkids. She's like, Well, it's not the same. It's at your daughter's kids, like, Mama, how would, you know? like, how would you know? You only have two kids, honey. How would you know it's not the same? Like, <laughs> you have no type of reference for this opinion. Um, but I my mama wants me to have kids. She doesn't pressure me. Okay. Like she she doesn't even break she doesn't even bring it up really. Um, she every once in a while she, i have these baby shoes that i have my the baby that she has held on to and she'll say you know um i'm holding on to you for when you have your kids because my brother had a baby two years ago mm-hmm. and i'm like well mom let's do good to give it to Jonathan's baby he's like no i'm holding on to your kids and my mom like well i don't have no kids what's she gonna do um but you
0: know she she is um i think she's hopeful okay but she doesn't pressure me that's good because i know there's sometimes there are women who um at least some of the women that i've been chatting with can feel like there's an amount of pressure especially if they're the only child or there are no grandkids involved so maybe it seems like mom is in the middle like yes she's still hopeful and she's going to wait to give you those baby shoes but she also has some grandkids that are keeping her busy right now
1: yes and i pray for for my brother's
0: kids so i want to get into something juicy with you so what is uh dating like being a child free woman so dating men with kids dating men without kids how to how do men respond to you um you know or how to how do people who are interested in you respond to you um so
1: up until recently i mean recently probably the last year year or two um i didn't date me with kids because i do really feel this way but i'm just Opening my horizons. Mm-hmm. I feel like pe- people with kids date people with kids. That's my philosophy, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel that way because, you know, I'm a little selfish. You know, when I want to do stuff, I want to do stuff. I don't want you to be like, oh, I can't go. I got the kids. Like, I just, I just, I just, you know. So I feel like someone who has kids can better understand that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can move like I want to. I can move freely. I don't to pick up nobody. So, you know, um, it's kind of annoying and it probably shouldn't be annoying, but it's a little annoying when you make plans the it gets canceled because your ex-wife or your kid's mama or something, or, or you can't do it this weekend because this weekend I got my kids. And, <laughs> and so I'm like, well, they, you know, I'm like, well, if you can't have no kids, you can just kind of move like you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In, in that same breath, I also, I also appreciate men who have kids who are very involved, um, so it's kind of catch me too a little bit, um, but as I, as I'm getting more open to dating with dating men with kids, you have to be a man who's involved with your children. You can't just be a man who does, you know I, well, I have a child, I see them you know once a month or something like that. Mm-hmm. Especially if they live close by, they live hours away or states away, that's different. Um, so because I'm like okay, well. How you are with your kids is gonna. Is how you're gonna be with my kids. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like
0: my mm-hmm. kids are being different than your, the other woman's kids. Um. So I look at all that type of things when it comes to dating men too. So you said that you typically and try not to. So how? Walk me through what a conversation looks like. You know, somebody's interested in you. Y'all are talking. They say they have. Like, are you just cutting them off straight from the door, or you're like, maybe like, what does that look like?
1: Um. I may not cut them off from the door to them, but emotionally and internally they're blocked. Mm. So like you may be cool or whatever and I may hang I may hang out with you. I may, you know, enjoy your time. But if you have like three, four, five kids, like I I know like this is not gonna go anywhere well for me, so I'm not going to I'm not going to like catch feelings or, you know, and then I will tell somebody like, Well, you know, I you know, that's just too many kids for me or whatever or, you know, uh, whatever. I mean, I've told people that before. Um and, and most men are they understand, you know. Uh well, you know, they, they say they understand. I don't know if they do or not. <laughs> uh-huh. But if want, if I was a woman who had children, I would want someone who would to accept me and my kids. We are a package deal. Mm-hmm. So if you can't under if you can't feel like if this is gonna work for you i would be like okay cool that's great you know what I mean? yeah um so yeah so that, that I, I i i i try not to date people with kids at least least no more than two i can do one child um i possibly can do two but after, so i just i just can't i can't, <laughs> I
0: can't do it <laughs> the way you're even saying I, it you're I, like i just see you like with your hand on your forehead like i just can't do it i just can't do it
1: yeah i can't because you know i think about like lord like you have these six kids and I have one kid that's everything right so <laughs> when I have a kid I want my children to be able to experience things and spend time mm-hmm. you know if I have 20, 20 kids I can't afford to put them in you know in camp or if we want to go to Disney World like who, who, who's going to have uh, 10 kids <laughs> to Disney World like right? who's doing that nobody so I can afford one or two but mm-hmm. I can afford all these darn kids to, do, to have experiences and I want my kids when I have them to be able to have and be able to
0: do things outside of the city limits. Mhm. And you're in that age group, so I'm a little older, a lot older than you. But you're kind of in the middle, where you're probably still meeting a lot of people who have kids, definitely have one. Um. So, is are there like limits to that? So you said you can date someone with two. Does that mean a one-year-old and a two-year-old, uh, a newborn? Like, what are your your limits, if any? Um, if you do,
1: if you do have children, if you a newborn, I'm not going to, you know, take you, date you, take you seriously because I'm trying to figure out, okay, why are you a newborn and you're not with the mama? Um, so I'm, I'm judging you. Sorry, but I am. <laughs> um, so I would prefer, honestly, if you have kids, if you have multiple kids that they are not like toddlers, you know, uh, bigger kids, not, not like teenagers, but that's fine too. But like, you know seven eight nine okay like that okay um yeah because i don't i don't want to have to have a two-year-old at my house uh (laughs) because i don't i'm not i'm not a a kid person per se and especially real kids i don't want to have to be potty training and i don't want that so i want i want their children to be able to know Walk, talk, and you do everything they need to do
0: before they come to me? <laughs> I'm cracking up. I'm cracking up. I- I'm so serious. <laughs> I-, I know, because I- I'm like that, too. I'm like that, too. Um, you know, and I think everyone <clears throat> has their, their, you know, limits, you know, or things that they can deal with, right? So some of the women I've talked to, they're like, listen, your kids need to be grown, or they need to be teenagers, or they need to, you know. So, and I think overall it's just, knowing what you want and being unapologetic about that. Cause when it's all said and done, dating is very serious. Being a stepmother is very serious. Um, you know, if the mom is still in the picture or the ex wife is still in the picture, all of that is very serious. And so if a person okay. knows that, Hey, you know, dating someone okay. with children, this is kind of what I can deal with when it all is said and done. It's about communication. Really? okay um what are your thoughts or your views about how child-free african-american women are portrayed in society media print on tv the,
1: the, the woman who is always
0: traveling with all the all, all the boyfriends
1: and has all the money particularly the woman who doesn't have any kids that's kind of how it always is in the movies or in the, on the tv shows mm-hmm. or oh, auntie so-and-so she's always living her best life you know child-free and you know, going to Europe next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, working this dream job. You know, that's that's kind of how it's portrayed in life. So, you know, the woman who has a career is kind of uh, always looking at that woman, kind of like, oh, that'd be nice to be able to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes, and that's and, it's, and sometimes the the, one, the woman who doesn't have the children, I look at the woman who has the kids, like, oh, that'd be nice to do that too. I think there's, you know. Uh, for some people, there's like uh, they wish they could uh, do the other person's life, you know, whatever. I won't say regret, but I know people who don't have kids who want kids or who wanted mm-hmm. kids for various reasons and didn't have them, and they kind of and they wish that they had kids. I know people who have kids who don't want them. <laughs> like you know, they they love their kids, they're serious. They love they love their kids because theirs. But if they could belong here, they would have their kids. I know people who like
0: that. They mm-hmm. said that before. Um, so yeah, I think you just I think it's just I, I don't know. I wish there were more images of child free, um, African American women. I think of a couple of T V shows where, you know, most of the sisters didn't have children. Um, but then there's all this there's always to me this undercurrent or narrative of we are Lonely and sad and full of regret that we didn't have oh. children and and Mothers are just like out there, you know mothers do it all they're mothers They have their career and they had three kids and then they some look at us like well What do you mean you should be able to do it all and I I really want to come from a space of there's just mutual respect there are choices that people make and um, We're not out here just lonely hiding in the corner you know, shielding ourselves from the world,
1: and that, and you know, and there's—I have a friend who was adamant from day one; she didn't want the kids, like from high school. Like, they want kids to this day. She's thirty-four, doesn't have any kids, and don't want none. Like, she—I don't want kids, don't, and, and she is perfectly five living her life and is happy. Um, <laughs> like, she is, seriously does not want children. Um, and then you have some people who are, you know. Who don't have kids and who are, you know, sad or whatever. So, I mean, but that's on every, in, in everything in life. If there's people, you have people who are happy with their decisions. You have people who
0: are not happy. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there's often talk about leaving a legacy. You know, if, if a person has a son, they get the last name and, you know, they, they carry the bloodline. And so, when you think about being child-free Ashley, um... What What is leaving your legacy? What will that look like, especially if you don't have children between now and 40? Well, I mean, with these, me, I just think, um, I have, you know, two
1: nieces and a nephew. So, you know, if I if I build this legacy and build a great, great company, um, I plan to leave it to them. I mean, they're part of the legacy. They're not my direct children, but they're my brother's children. And, you know hey, but your bloodline. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, they are my legacy, if nothing else, you know. They'll, they'll be here. Hopefully they'll come to their IP and home
0: take care of her um, when that time comes. <laughs> Isn't that the thing? I, I feel like we don't even talk about that. Like, you know, again, I'm, I'm a little older than you, but just you saying that. I mean, sometimes those are the things, at least I've thought about. Like, you know, I have a nephew and I have goddaughters. And, you know, when you don't have children, not that you have children for them to take care of you when you're old, but you would like for that to happen but when you don't have children yeah. it's just like all right who's gonna be helping me get my freaking groceries and who's gonna come visit yeah. me you know um and when i see other yeah, go ahead those are legit questions like legit questions it, it's scary when i think about some of my older aunties and older people who have you know three or four kids and they're like oh my son went to go get me some groceries or they took me to the doctor and i'm thinking it's just me <laughs> You know, um, mm-hmm. it, it's scary, but I try not to focus too much on that. So, <clears throat> so because
1: I used to work in I used to work in a nursing home um, uh, briefly, and it, it was it's it, it's very interesting in a nursing home because you have people there. Well, this is where I learned you have people there who people don't come to see them because they don't have anybody. Their husband's dead, and they don't have any children. Mm. So you have those people, and then you have people who actually have kids. You know, alive and well, he mm-hmm. still don't come see you. So there's no guarantee. That is true. <laughs> no that is no true. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I, this one one of my one his residents. He had a whole son who lives in the same city he lives in, and just didn't just didn't come see him. And, and I mean, I don't know what their relationship was before he got in the wrong either. But you know, there, there were quite a few people who had children who were nothing wrong with them, who just didn't. Come by, like, or came by very, uh, you know, maybe once a month or like once every three months, and you're in the same city as a second home, yeah, like, you know, and then you have, and that's, and I was like, well, I don't understand that, but then you have, then you have, of course, you have those, um, people with family competition. Regularly. I had this one lady, she she didn't have any kids, she had nieces and, nep- nieces and nephews, and her nieces and nephews come see her regularly. I'm like, you know, they, if, if somebody there at least twice or three times a month that come to check on her and you know those are not her kids those are nieces and you know so i, I will
0: hope that my nieces and nephews will leave calm and not be, you know make sure that i'm i do not feel like tea <laughs> <take> <laughs> they, they're like auntie we got you we got you my best friend yeah. she was saying like oh your god your goddaughters would come see you and my nephew you know but again you know they have their own lives and like you said kids having children I mean, if you raise them right and they do the right thing, hopefully they will do the right thing by their parents. But like you said, they're definitely kids who there's nothing wrong with them. And it's sad when they're not necessarily um, doing right by their parents or visiting them. So, <clears throat> so right. as we come to a close, I'm interested, Ashley, what message would you give young girls? So when I say young, you know, you know, cause I think there's these periods of life where you like, Ooh, marriage and kids and family. So maybe, you know, mid twenties, late twenties, a young girl who may want to be child free. They know for, From the gate, they don't want children, but they're pressured by family, a partner, or society to have children. What would you? What advice would you have for them?
1: Don't let anybody define your life for you. Uh, Do what you want to do. If you don't, if you know you don't want kids, don't have kids. I I think it's very selfish to know you don't want kids and to have them anyway. Then you're bringing something into into the world that you have to take care of. You know, for eighteen plus years, Mm -hmm. that you're going to be looking at like, damn, what I have you? Like, don't have them. you don't
0: have have to have children yeah simple as that simple as that any regrets or anything that you would do differently living a child free life at 35
1: to be honest I was talking to one of my friends about this it's not really a, a regret it's kind of like a joke I said
0: that if I could go back and do all of him, I probably would have a baby at 16, but that way now my kid would be grown. <laughs> and I wouldn't would be trying
1: to have a baby at 35. <laughs> they would be grown, <laughs> out of college, living it, they, their own best life. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I I'm, I'm like, no. I'm up, I'm up here trying to do the right thing. They're like, no, I'm going to wait. I'm like, no. The ones that had in high school? y'all are smart.
0: You can have it now. Struggle. The- because <laughs> now, because now. because now, the kid is not seen. It's out the house. Because now at this age, because now at this age is, you know, a lot of my peers and, and classmates and people that have children, their kids are finishing college, their kids are, you know, out working. And I'm just thinking, I could not even imagine, you know, like being the, the friend who's like, yay, I'm having my first child. And everyone's just like, really? So it's, it's, a, it's a lot to think about. Like but I said, you're still at a good age, though. You're still at 35 is just like right there, right there. Um, and, and I think it's all about, like you said, your choice, what is going to, you know, naturally happen in your life if you meet someone and, you know, decide to, to be a mother. And that's what, um, no bibs burps bottles is all about is celebrating, um, women who have made the choice, um, for other reasons, they're just still waiting to maybe get married or have a partner. I wish you well, um, with your pursuits of having a baby, <laughs> as well as living your best life. And at this time, I, Ashley, I would love for you to share anything else that you would like to share with the audience, anything that you would like to promote. Please share your social media, your side hustles. Um, so this is this is your time to drop your nuggets. So uh,
1: make sure you follow me on Sex with Ashley. That is the handle for Instagram, Facebook, and that is also the website,
0: com. And yeah, that's how you get with me. I am so excited that I had you as a guest. I'm so excited about the work that you do. Keep doing what you're doing, sis. Thank you everyone for joining me on today's episode. No bibs, burps, bottles, the stories of African-American women without children. Come join us soon for the next episode. Take care and remember, keep living your best child-free life. Peace. You have been listening to the No Bibs, Burps, Bottles podcast, a podcast dedicated to the stories of African-American women without children. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. Until next time, keep living your best child-free life.